Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Jury Moore podcast, the uh, podcast where uh, we're getting married. Yeah. Still on. We're, I mean, barely. Barely. <laughs> we, we've definitely uh, have not eloped yet, though I am going to Vegas in like two weeks if you want to come along. I mean, we could. That could always be a Mitzula thing. I know Mitsula would be really happy. Or, um, yeah, Mitsula would love it. Oh, he would. It would be a big win for for the Mits. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, so what do we got? What's uh, uh let's here. Let's just let's, let's just, just roll get, right into yeah, it. Yeah, here we go. Update. Update. Uh, so a a fair amount I think has happened in the last week. Yeah. Um, I. Well, first, uh, somebody mentioned this in the the chat. Uh, already, but behind uh, jury, yeah, is our fancy pants ring box. For those of you that are uh, audio only, uh, we got this massive—I don't know how many pounds it is—Hearthstone box, and like no joke, heavy, heavy duty. I'm so worried he's going to drop it. <laughs> heavy, heavy duty. Uh, basically, it's going to be our ring box. We're going to put some. Uh, Dry ice in it and some blue lights, so it'll be really magical. But uh, hello. Uh, yeah, it looks great. I mean, do we have a shout out for the dude who did it? I think it, I think his uh his Etsy is like Smartwood Creations or something. I'll I'll find it here real quick. But uh, ow, fuck! I just hit my elbow. Um, no, he he was great. I actually reached out to him because we were yeah. It's Smartwood Customs is his Etsy. Um. I reached out to him because I was looking for a uh, ring box, and he was going to make possibly a custom, actually smaller ring box for us, but, Mm -hmm. you know, go big or go home. He already had this in the works and said he'd sell it to us, and boom. It's going to be be very easy to lose the ring in it. Yeah. That might actually be with the the, uh, dry ice. Yeah, no. You know, just fishing around for it. How many ring boxes do you guys know that, well, uh, an actual concern for us is getting dry ice? Yeah, this is a ridiculous wedding. Have you realized that? Like, have you have you like had a moment where you're talking to somebody about it and you realize how ridiculous this fucking wedding is? You know, I am to the point to where I hope anytime somebody brings up the wedding that I don't have to say more than I'm getting married. Yeah. Oh, where are you getting married? Atlanta. Oh, I'm from Atlanta. Where? <laughs> you know, and then just have to slowly open more and more like, yes, we're getting married at a convention, Dragon Con. Oh, it's a public ceremony. Actually, where that comes up is when people ask, how big is your wedding? Yeah. How many people are coming? Like, it, I'm tired of explaining it. Like, it, it's fun to talk about because it's so weird, but it, I don't know. I'm... I'm looking forward to not having to explain it anymore. I'm, I'm looking forward to not having to do this anymore. Like, I, I think we're definitely, because both of us, here's, here's where you know that we've hit a wall. We are both the biggest attention whores that we know. Yep. And yet, it's gotten tiresome for us. Like, it's gotten to the point where we're like, can we please stop having attention? And you know that that's a problem. You know, I don't even think it's just the attention. It's just the well, no, 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 work. No, no. no, that's, the point is, we can't enjoy it. Yeah. Right? Let's say that you got to eat two things every day. Seaweed and your favorite food. And you ate seaweed every day. 
And now it's gotten to the point where we've eaten so much seaweed that we associate it with our favorite food and we would like none of either. Like one is impeding on our enjoyment of the other. Yeah. It's a problem. It's it's tough. It's really tough. But the good news is we have made progress. There's still a lot we have to do. Um I went crazy shopping on Saturday. You went very you went shopping. Well, I went shopping and for those of Would you Would you like to show what you've what you've done? Um so I had uh well, we've talked about this on the on the podcast before. Yeah. But um, I ordered basically the three flowers that were given to Daenerys yeah. in the show by Dario. By Dario And Daenerys, I forget yeah. what the names of all of them were, but I ordered a ton of them. I got them in, and now I've made like little mini uh, bouquets for the bridesmaids, which I actually wasn't going to do. They were only going to be carrying dragon eggs, but now they're carrying more. And... Um, you made a big ass one for you. I made a big ass one for me that will also house eventually a dragon egg, and that's done. That's one less thing I have to think about. The next thing is how the fuck am I going to get this in in a suitcase and to Atlanta? So yeah, we're 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 kind of figuring that out. I wonder if maybe we can just if if we can tag on go game stuff and just send an extra bag to Atlanta and pay people to just drop them off at friendly locales. Yeah, Drop no, zones. that's totally going to happen. Um, but my flowers are done. Yeah. Which is good. Um, I got in, I don't remember if I mentioned this last week or not, because we didn't do the show live, but I got the uh, slave collars in. Yeah. So that's done. Those are going to get mailed to all my bridesmaids. I've got, um, oh, I got the contract for our cake. Can yeah. I say, I don't think I've, ever spent so much money on sugar in my life really i mean you saw the price tag like we're so we're going a little crazy are we talking about well we're gonna go it? no let's, well not let's, not the one not the one thing let, let's save the thing that's gonna be an extra couple hundred dollars uh the thing that we the little things yes yeah, yeah, yeah. the little things in life the little things. We'll we'll talk about that later then. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I want that to kind of be a surprise. Okay. It'll be a surprise then. Uh, but damn, guys, it's a lot of sugar. Well, I mean, and, and at the end of the day, a lot of this is stuff that we're not spending on... A room. On the on or... a venue, on, on all the shit that we normally plan. I still think we're probably going to get out of this wedding for under what we would have done if we just did a regular ass wedding in California. Totally. Um, Though, speaking of the cake, special shout out to Angela, who is the one who, um, I mentioned this last week, but um, she made a logo for us. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to show it here on the the screen. Look at that. For those of you who are watching live, uh, she made us a logo we're very excited about, and I got confirmation that we're going to be able to put it on the cake. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, How would you describe uh, the the Jury Moore logo? Well, here, I I guess I can see it, but yeah, it's a... Got a little filigree up top, uh, jury more and kind of blocky. How would, how would you describe that font? That, I, it seems like kind of regal in a, in an almost kind of medieval way. It's almost yeah. like like, a, like a, a modernist Renaissance sort of font, which is fitting because the Prince of Oakland is on the. And then, of course, yeah, there is the the menacing uh, yet uh, forgiving silhouette of Sweet Prince Deeb. I had to take uh, a bunch the of bird p- sovereign of Oakland. 
I had to take a bunch of pictures with the, the with the uh, DSLR of him because she needed some good high quality photos. You know, not that I didn't have a thousand pictures already, but you know that's good. Ooh, and something that also got taken care of that's way more exciting to me. Yeah. Um, and probably not to you. I was thinking like, okay, so I've got this this bomb dress. Yeah. You know, uh, what about shoes? Like, we never see Daenerys's feet. Shoes. Shoes. Oh, my God. Shoes. Oh, my God, shoes. So I started looking around, and, of course, uh, the wedding store, a.k.a. Etsy, I found this lady, <laughs> and I'm going to put the link uh, in the chat, but I found these awesome heels that I kind of just really want, period, that are T-Rex heels. And I'm like, wow, those are some crazy fucking shoes. Well, basically, uh, she's going to make some custom shoes for me that have dragon scales and possibly little dragons mounted on them. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. So it's going to be fun. Going to have crazy shoes. Uh, Things that are not that important that I decided that I wanted. So there we go. I'm trying to get this, uh, these shoes here so I can, I can center them up for the live viewers. Yeah. For everybody watching. That's uh, what we're, we're, we're kind of. We're, we're in blessing and curse mode right now because uh, the blessing is you guys can see a lot of this stuff that we would otherwise not be able to do. And, and we're making our live viewership uh, a lot cooler. Uh, but also our black magic cards are currently not in, in <laughs> not, working order. No. And, uh, and, and I am still uh, you're trying to set shit up with, uh, you know, kind of being here part time. Uh, but. So anybody's watching live, you can see. I mean, these are amazing shoes. They are uh, they are awesome. The ones that we're looking at are are dinosaur shoes that have T Rexes for the heels. Yeah, uh, like the so actual what, heel spike is a T Rex. So what are you doing? What are what like? How are you uh, changing those? Well, we're 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 in discussions right now. So it's probably the shoe is probably going to be covered in scales. Um, I I we're definitely not swapping out the heel. But um, she might actually mount dragons on the toe of the shoe. So um, I actually had to go buy shoes on Saturday to mail to her because we didn't want to risk picking one of her shoe sizes and, and then have it, it not, not fit. fit your foot. So I bought shoes. I mailed them to her because she builds everything around the shoes. But basically, I will have some sort of dragon heels. Um, and and they're going to be like silver. Saying $5,000 for shoes. No, I mean, she's, she's cheaper than $5,000. i will tell you that. Much cheaper than that. Yeah. Much, much. Um, any other wedding update news? Uh, not in particular. Uh, nothing new on the registry. Hey, by the way, uh, Father's Day just passed. Big shout out to Papa Paramore, who is is getting real with his oh, costume. Oh, yeah. That, oh, my that's goodness. A, that's an update. Give, give us give us the update on, on your dad taking this costume shiz uh, seriously. Yeah, so he is big into costuming. Um, usually like if you've seen my dad on Facebook, he, it's usually gory, almost like prosthetic -y type stuff that he likes to do. Yeah. Um, but we decided because he's really, aside from the bridesmaids and your mom, uh, the only family member, uh, that's really going to be part of the wedding party. And so we need to have him dressed in theme for Game of Thrones. Your side of the family is easy because it's Battlestar. They can dress modern. That's fine. Um, so we went ahead and we bought him a, a Night's Watch cloak. Yeah. Like the Jon Snow cloak. Yeah. Um, he's very recently started watching Game of Thrones. 
And because uh, we figured with the cloak, he could wear stuff under like, uh, under it that wasn't good. Wear you know, some and, boots. Wear maybe a vest. Or and as long something. as he's got it kind of cloaked up, and he's walking all cloaked up, exactly, it's fine. it looks great. Yeah, I don't even want to know how much money he spent on this since we mailed him that cloak. But he's bought. I actually just talked to him about this on on Father's Day. He. Yeah. He bought the Jon Snow sword that's got the direwolf on the end. He bought a dagger. He He's having some leather thing custom made that, you know, that Jon Snow's wearing on his chest, like his shirt thing. Yeah. Um, he's got pants. He bought boots. Like, I don't know what else he's buying, um, but he's going crazy. He's yeah. like going to be, you know, really dolled up for it. So that's exciting. Uh Dude, it's going to be so fun. He is doing uh, great. Meanwhile, my father, Ron... Uh, is still confused. Still confused by everything. Has nothing but questions for me whenever I talk to him. So what's this wedding going to be? Ron, it's a wedding. You're coming up to Atlanta. You already, like, have your tickets. So what... When is it? Saturday. So we just... What do we wear? Literally whatever you want. Should I get in costume? If you want. Sure. There's going to be people in costume. Should I just wear regular clothes? You can. There will probably be people in t-shirts at our wedding. Should I dress fancy? Literally, whatever you want, you are allowed to wear. He has... uh, At some point, I just realized that he's trying to wind me up. But, uh, yeah, Ron, nothing but questions. Your dad taking it above and beyond. Oh, yeah. Well, he was even asking me. He's like, am I going to be overdone? I'm like, trust me. No. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and by the way, when I say dad, I mean my my stepfather, uh, Ron, not ghost dad from the from the uh, the night attack episode. Yeah, but but uh, but yeah, so Papa Paramore doing uh, doing pretty pretty sweet. Um, nothing new on the registry, but if you'd like to like to support us in that way, it's bit.ly slash jurymore. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've new had... new addition. Oh yes, millet millet. Because birds. birds love millet. Love it. They do. It's like crack. They like, they like eat it all the time. It's great. It's crack. Gets really high. Uh, okay, so we are going to go to the update for the topic. So, you want to re- remind me what I signed up for in this relationship? Well... You signed up for, um, you know, I'll tell you what, I, I kind of feel like, like if, you know, if, if, if you had known what you were really signing up for, uh, you, you'd be able to like go to the lemon law at this point. You yeah. Know? It's like really just a really irresponsible weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then I feel like you had a, you had a, you had a good sense of what you were getting. Yeah. Up S- until. This furry man monster. Um, there was something that happened about maybe a little over a year ago, right? I think so. I remember where I was. Wait, you have a distinct memory of this? I do. Okay. Yeah. I, you uh, want to tell, tell a little story? There were uh, all of a sudden some rumblings. A few people I knew on, on Twitter uh, follow uh, wrestling, pro wrestling. And they made the point. Because I had known before, I think it was at, at E, no, not E3. Um, CES that year that uh, the WWE 
had announced that they were going to launch the WWE network. An over-the-top uh, internet network. For only nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think it might have been even twelve ninety nine initially, or maybe it was always nine ninety nine. Anyhow, uh, so we um, or uh, you people were talking about how it had launched, and now they were having a fun time watching a bunch of old wrestling pay per views. And I was like, you know, I, th- there's there was some. It's funny that we talked about the porn thing the the other a couple weeks ago, right? Because mm-hmm. the porn situation. Was me having enjoyed, he said euphemistically, free internet pornography for my entire life. It felt good to pay for it. Like it felt... Given back to the community. It felt like something that like yeah. I was an adult. It, it's the difference between being a child and being an adult, right? Uh, and, and so with the WWE Network, they have a library of not only WWE formerly F pay-per-views, but also WCW and ECW pay-per-views uh, from the 80s and 90s. Pay-per-views. Oh, that- so this is all like, you know, childhood nostalgia. Absolutely. You know, you're just going back. It's like, why not? And this is something I want to watch. my mom would never buy me. Now, uh-huh. I never really asked, to be fair. So are you saying your mom was a bad mother? No, 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 no. My okay, mom just making was, sure. <laughs> was a single mom raising two kids. Yes. And uh, she did used to buy me... Uh, Old pay-per-views on videotape. I have, a, I have a distinct memory of making her rent Survivor Series from, like, the late 80s on, uh, on, on videotape over and over and over and over again, right? Uh, but, you know, that, that's just childhood nostalgia. And you I'm know, like, you're not going like, to... You want to like, know what? This I'm is gonna, jury. I'm going to redig into some of this nostalgia. I'm going to go ahead just for a month or two. I'm going to get the WWE Network. I'm going to watch some old pay-per-views. I'm going to relive a bit of my childhood. So I do. I, I, I go and I get the WWE Network. Now, do we want to fast forward? Let's fast forward about a year. Mm-hmm. I've got, we've got four people living in our apartment for a week as we go to independent wrestling shows, including two hood slams. Okay. Now we shouldn't, I mean, okay, we can, we can talk about this. I was super pissed. Yeah. Yeah. I was super pissed because uh, those of you from chat realm land have been to our studio with the studio. Yeah. And there's not a ton of space. Like, we had one air mattress set up in this room, and then we had two air mattresses. In our room. At the foot of our bed. Yes. For, so we had three people staying. Yeah. Right? I couldn't walk through my apartment. There was no privacy. There was none. Zero privacy. And, like, the first, I forget who was here, like, before things got started, like you, you just came home smashed like the first night or something, yeah. and it just set a bad precedent. And you were up till like th- this is where it really went downhill. Like you guys were up late back here drinking, and you thought you were being quiet, yeah, but you were probably the loudest whisperers in the world, yeah. As you're like running into stuff and watching wrestling on the computer, listen, and right. 
I had to be up early for work the and, next and, and day. This, and this particular incident uh, is not necessarily the story. The story is Oh, I was so I, pissed, though. That I really, really, really got into. And Mitsula is saying the night after Hood Slam was a little rough. No, no, no. That was the night after the first Hood Slam. <laughs> the first Hood Slam just me and Petey went to. And uh, it, it that was where, you know, also we had to... Uh, <laughs> uh, Oh my God! What? Uh, who showed up? Uh, Rick Foster. We were oh, waiting. Oh, he was up. the one that just got it. We were in. waiting up for Rick Foster. Then Rick Foster gets back. We order pizza, but Rick Foster, out of like instinct, puts the chain on the door, which we very rarely put on. Uh, we tried to open up the door for pizza and uh, yank the chain, making more noise. I think we might have startled the birds, which is like. No, no, verboten in this room. Anyway, th- this incident is not is not the story. The story oh, is but that it, it definitely okay, was the we, straw that broke me, the camel's all right, back. All right, all right, all right, listen. Like, let me just get. I'm just saying. Hey, love Rick Foster. Okay, no, love this is Mitzula. not about them. Okay, love, the point I is, know. is that I got really into wrestling in in, in the intervening year. Uh, I, I bought the WWE Network and reignited inside of me a passion for, for professional wrestling. This is something for which you did not sign up for. Was not among my interests when we first started dating. Mm-mm. Uh, which you were very tolerant of my dedication to certain things, you know. And 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 when I get autistic focused on on stuff, you are always very respectful of that. But uh, sometimes we have to be very patient with each other's, uh, you know, allocation of time and resources and money. This was something for which. You did not know about and came out of left field. It was it was a development in our relationship. Yes. Now we brought up the wrestling, the WrestleMania weekend thing, because that was also that was me cashing in many boyfriend coupons. Well, uh, you know, and, uh, and, to have that many people there, and that too, that wasn't that. It just was the straw that broke the camel's back, where I kind of snapped. Like I tried to keep it together. Uh, for you know our guest that that weekend, but um, like I said, you know, first I kind of viewed it as, oh, you're just reliving childhood nostalgia by watching all these these old wrestling things. Yeah, and then you started watching like up to date stuff, and I'm like, well, okay, fine, um, but there, he'll there, get over it. He'll because there is a thing that is different between me and you, which is that normally left to my own devices. I very often go to sleep either with the television on or watching a movie or a TV show on Netflix. You don't do that much anymore. Well, because I've had to moderate to you. Yeah. I do on the road all the time. Yeah. Uh, but just left to my own devices, I'll, I'll always have something on as I go to sleep. Um, in large part, you want to know why what I realize part of it is? Is I know I'm going to sleep. If I find myself kind of fading... Like, you know, like, oh, like, that wasn't what I was just watching, like, as I've come back into consciousness. I feel like I know I'm going to sleep as opposed to, like, when I'm just laying there, I feel like I can fool myself into not going. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Uh, What is it like to have something like that happen? When that was happening, and, and, and you realize this is something that will continue... That is kind of not going away. 
the, the, the unexpected interest, the left turn in the relationship. So, I would say that the the unexpected interest isn't like the thing because I anticipate that there are going to be a lot of things like that throughout our relationship. Um, you know, because I'm where easily we're gonna, distracted. Where we're going to pick something up, and yes, you are easily distracted. Um, Man, the Apple Watch, a blessing and a curse. Um, So it isn't so much the fact that there was a a hobby or something you were enthusiastic about as a kid that all of a sudden you're into again that I, you know, didn't necessarily sign up for. Because I'm sure there are things like the veganism you didn't necessarily sign up for a vegan lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So what it is for me is wrestling, and I'm starting to get broken of this, and we can get into that later, mm-hmm. reminds me of a lot of the things that I hate. Um, so, like, when I was a kid, um, I'm from a very small town, poor community, and one of my best friends, uh, she lived in a trailer park. So let's let's fulfill all your wrestling stereotypes here. So she lived in the trailer park, and there were a few guy friends from our class that uh, lived out that way too. And we would get together and watch wrestling, and for whatever reason, we all loved Stone Cold Steve Austin because I guess he was the one to love. And uh, What? Uh, poor rural white people I'm, were really into Stone Cold Steve I Austin know. in the late 90s? Who thought? Who would have thunk it? What? But they would also um, do things like one of them had a trampoline and they'd like jump off the trampoline and try and do like their own wrestling moves, which yeah. looking back at it was really fucking dangerous. <laughs> no, backyard wrestling was a big thing. Yeah. I mean, and for all I know, it might have always been a big thing. But but the, the late 90s also had very cheap uh, recording devices where people could record things and uh, put them up on a nascent internet. Yeah. But, um, and it wasn't even just the fact, like, as kids, you know, they were, I, I only cared about wrestling because my friends cared about it. Yeah. Um, wasn't the fact that they were enthused about wrestling, but there was a lot of the stereotyping, not necessarily poor white kids being into wrestling, but, like, the racism stuff, the homophobic stuff, like, a lot of these kind of what I would consider socially conservative prejudiced ideas that just got was really tied up to the people that I knew in that scene. Yeah. And like as I as I grew up and like recognized some of it, it just because they even wrongly so because they were together and they coincided, it really made me loathe wrestling and think of like redneck hicks that are like against humanity. Yeah. And so I, I I never went back to it. And, like, anytime I would see wrestling, I'd just be like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, this stuff. So when you got into it, I thought, okay, nostalgia. Because I know you're not, a, or at least not a redneck kick that I'm aware of. Mm. Uh, you may have come from South Florida, but, you know. There's only a portion of South Florida that's redneck kick. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of... That's a, that's a middle of the state. Yeah. But... When so when although you started, my town in my town where I grew up in South Florida was the last one in South Florida to have a clan meeting, all right, that's true. Well, anyway, and there's a chili cook off there every year that's got quite a few Confederate flags. Uh, you're you're burying yourself here. Yeah, 
Uh, no, but but uh, you know, Florida is a, a hotbed for wrestling, and and so is uh, Ohio professional wrestling, and uh, it, it's not a surprise that a lot of your friends were into it. It was super popular in, in, in the late 90s. But I can understand, as somebody who, and to say nothing about the great state of Ohio and, and where you lived uh, past tense and, and much of your family lives currently, but your destiny lied beyond those town boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for, for whatever social... Uh, you know, uh, reasons that that went into it. It's something that you you found your destiny somewhere else. Yeah, and I can understand where having elements of uh your your upbringing that at times seemed maybe like, oh wait, no, that this is not this is where I stay forever. You know, being revisited is uh can can be not good right yeah so so like when you started it just reminded me of a lot of those negative stereotypes that yeah. i associate with a time in my childhood and people that i hung out with that you know so let's 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 get, let's get into wrestling in particular what is your least favorite part about wrestling you mean like having watched it a lot with you now about yes about about my my uh my my resuscitated fandom of wrestling it can be either about the 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 art itself or or uh you know just uh, me being into it stop picking your foot well People now can watch you pick your foot now that we don't have uh people living on our floor the- that was one, but that was that. That could have been us getting really into opera, and that would have been oh, bullshit, I know, you know, I know, but. I think um, the big thing is like when you're doing your wrestling streams, I find those really annoying because they just take up so much time mm-hmm. or just they take up, they cut into TV time. They take, it cuts into video game time. It cuts into, like they're things that make me. So the time. It's just how long it is. Like if it were an hour. If it were just yeah. an hour, it'd be like another TV show. But it's never just an hour. Like, it's two hours, three hours, generally. Uh, Raw is basically, three hours every week. Basically longer than the Holocaust. Uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, the Holocaust isn't known necessarily for being, like, long, right? It certainly was longer than I wanted to say been. worse than Hitler, yeah. but then... Let's just, let's draw, let's just let's move on. It. Yeah, yeah no, that was awkward, on. yeah. Uh... No, I mean, it was, uh, so yeah, uh, pay-per-views are three hours, Raw is three hours. Yeah. And I, I do three hours of live stream for pay-per-views. Because now the WWE Network is around, it's a lot cheaper for people to get and watch pay-per-views, including myself. And and there's part of me that kind of has a nascent interest of, of kind of being a part of the wrestling internet media. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like anything I get into, I kind of want to be a part of it in, in some sort of media way. Yeah. And so I, you know, started streaming Hearthstone, started streaming wrestling. Like, I feel like you want to know what it is. Like, it's just part of my personality that I can't, like, I, <laughs> I want to use all parts of the Buffalo. <laughs> so even like the bullshit that I'm into, that's kind of like time wasty. Like I want to make work. Like I want to make productive. And so I look at that and I'm like, well, at least I'm building, at least I'm continuing engagement with people. Like I'm building more live stream chops. Like um, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing more on my career 
while I'm watching wrestling. You know, I don't just have my hand down my pants mm. uh, watching watching the you know some some wrestling. I feel like I'm doing I'm doing good. Mm. You don't agree? I only partially agree. I think uh, that, and this is a whole different conversation, so I don't want to get into it too much today. But I think that you doing that with wrestling and other things it is excuses to like do those things that maybe you could be putting your time towards something more productive. Well, okay. But would you rather, I mean, because, because by that logic, you're saying that I shouldn't have these hobbies. No, because I'm saying, if I have these hobbies, I'm saying streaming all of them. Yeah. Yeah. But like I'm I'm doing it uh, while I'm doing it I'm being productive. At least more productive than I would if I just did it without streaming it, yeah. right? I mean maybe, but let, let's that's a different topic for a different day. Hmm. Oh, did I make you angry? No, you make me angry. Okay. I did, I didn't know I didn't know that you had a problem with the with with the No, the I I, stuff. I I don't. I don't necessarily. I just don't think that they're necessarily as productive as you're I mean, I don't think that as. they are. No, they are excuses, without a doubt. Like, but I feel like it's like bare minimum what I can do. Yeah. You know, it's bare. At least I'm sharpening my live stream skills. Okay. Right? I, I, I can roll with that. Like, at, at the very least. Um, and also, like, there's just more things that I can engage people on, you know? Like, yeah. they, like you, you do think that they are a net positive to my, my career, right? I mean, overall, they're not yeah. a net negative. No, they're they're not a net negative. They're not a net negative. Is what I'll agree with. I don't, I don't know how career furthering, but that that's a that's a whole different discussion from the wrestling thing. Okay, what is the most? Is there a positive element that you have found to this? To the wrestling thing? Yeah. Um, well, I don't hold those stereotypes as much anymore, if if anything. Um, I will say, like, since I've started watching wrestling with you, yeah, I've definitely been able to pick out what I do and don't like about it. Like, I just, I can't get into the soap opera element of it. It's so silly to me. See, this is what I actually it's like. It's so fabricated. Is that you kind of have very, very, very secretly, very, very lightly... Become a little bit of a wrestling fan. You at least have a you have a taste and you have an opinion to wrestling in a way that I don't think you would have thought that you would have. Mm, totally. So, like, what I can say is, uh, I find really fascinating mm-hmm. watching the people throw each other around and not hurt themselves, like or uh, seeing appear, the dance, yes, the ballet, yeah. Yeah. or well, not not hurt themselves in the way that they're portraying as hurting themselves yes so like watching watching the dance i like that Mm -hmm. um i hate for the most part the on wwe the lady wrestling because it's a lot of "Ah, ah, stick our butts out and like uh, hyper sexualizing the fighting yeah in which i think i've watched a couple couple of the fights that it wasn't like that but that drives me nuts yeah 
And I hate all the good guys because they're boring. Mm, you're such a mark. I don't, I don't think there's like... All you want to do is cheer the heels. <laughs> I don't think... You're is like it, every is other there... internet... Re- do, you, do you know how typical that is among internet wrestling fans, by the way? Really? They hate all the good guys and they love all the heels. Wait, so like, is there a good guy that I like? Um, do you I like, like... Seamus' hair, but that's about it. He's a bad he... guy. Oh, well, never mind. Yeah. No, ever since he got the crazy hair, he's a bad guy. Okay. Well, I mean, do you that, like it's Dean def- Ambrose? Dean Ambrose was the guy who was in that that ladder match at the at the end of the last pay per view no, that you not watched. Not particularly. Um. No, I think. Do you I like John Cena? <laughs> no. See, you're such a fucking internet mark. By the way, all you want to do is shit on Cena. I will. I will say. Um, I did not realize. So I got you for, I don't know if it was Christmas or something. I got you tickets for some house show in Sacramento. You did, yeah. And I was shocked. Oh, heel means bad guy. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked. you explaining internet terminology. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Um, I was shocked at how many children there were there. Oh, it's it's a kid's art form. And they were all cheering for the good guys. Because they love them. They love the good guys. They love Roman Reigns. They love John Cena. I do know, like, I can tell you two characters that I like. Who do you like? Um, Rusev. You love Rusev. I love Rusev. Mm-hmm. Though I don't like that he talks now. Yeah. And I like... Now he's injured. You know what his new, his new gimmick is? What? He's because he broke up with Lana. Uh-huh. And now he just, like, stalks her and takes creepy photos and posts them on his Twitter. Well, he's like dating her for real, right? Didn't you say? Well, yeah, they're living with each other, but on on screen, they're 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 broken up. Yeah, and and so now he just takes creepy shots of of her and her new boyfriend. Okay, um, I also like Tyler Breeze, who he's in NXT. Yeah, they're they're minor league uh, system. And isn't there another one? Tyler Breeze does the selfie one. Yeah. Um. I feel like there's another bad guy I really liked that was kind of like Tyler Breeze. Another bad guy that you remember from WWE or, or, or NXT? W- I don't know the difference. They're all the same. Yeah. I liked the one guy that doesn't do the thing anymore where he mocked all the same. He was like the double for the movie star. Oh, guy. yeah, I yeah. I liked him. Uh, Sandow. But he might be a good guy. No, that's... So, uh... uh uh, Ms. Dow, he's a good guy. Hey, I like a good guy. There's your good guy. I'm that you not like. a total mark. You, <laughs> you, though, you are a total mark. Uh, though, I will say, like in general, I don't like WWE wrestling. Like I watch enough of it that I know who I like and who mm-hmm. I don't. Um, because but I watch what, it with you, but you do like Hood Slam. Oh my god, guys! Which well, saying the, the you don't like is, WWE and you do like your indie federation better, you you uh, do you understand? If I were just to list these things, you're every internet wrestling fan, like every like just like do the parody of an internet wrestling fan, and you have you hit all of it. I don't know. I think all the all, all the good guys are boring. Like WWE sucks. I like Hood Slam better. Yeah, I'm gonna go to my uh, my vegan upscale wine bar and then go to Hood <laughs> that's, Slam. That's actually not quite. I think I think they're they're past the verge. I don't know how many people do Hood <laughs> Hood Sham uh, right before. Oh hood yeah, slam, Hood like Sham. Yeah, Hood Slam. And the thing that I like about Hood Slam, and I'll mention it here, is that 
it's so over the top and everything is so goofy and cartoonish. Yeah. Which is why I generally like the WWE bad guys. It's so over the top silly. Yeah. There's a guy that's Chupacabra mm-hmm. who has red eyes, fangs, and kind of dances around on his hands and feet and yeah. wrestles. He's a Mexican werewolf. There's El a Chupacabra. There's a, a drugs bunny mm-hmm. who comes out with a bunny nose and bunny ears and Snorts a bag tons of, of cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. And gets sticky stuff out. And Joseph Joseph Joe Brody's like my favorite. Broseph Joe Brody. Broseph. He's the MC. Yeah. And he's a total bro. And he pours Jack down everyone's throats so they're right next to the ring. You know what the funniest part about it is is that like half of Hood Slam are inside jokes to wrestling that happened either in the 90s or currently. Yeah, I don't get any and of it. And you don't get any of it. But you very much enjoy it because it is a fun product. Because it's silly. Uh, all right. So there we go. That That's our wrestling conversation. Uh, and what I would love for everybody to write in about is moments in your relationship when... An interest from your partner kind of took you by surprise. What are, like, all of a sudden, you're living a, a, a nice little life, you're getting married, maybe you just got married, maybe you just had a kid, and all of a sudden, someone starts bird watching or, you know, uh, deciding that they need to, uh, you know you know what I read? There was an author, there's an author by the name of Buzz Bissinger who wrote a famous book called Friday Night Lights, for which there was a movie and a television show made. Uh, because it was inspired by. He's a great author, and he, in his late in life, became obsessed with, I be- it was Gucci clothing, tight leather Gucci clothing, uh, and cross-dressing, which I don't know if that's appropriate nomenclature for a straight man who derives no... Like, he wants no sexual activity while cross-dressing in women's clothing. But he just likes wearing women's clothing because he likes no, the way the, it there's, feels. There's a word for the sexual thing. Yeah, I forget but is what cross-dressing it is. appropriate? I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I would love to hear those stories. The stories of when the, the, uh, the, the interest kind of took on a life of its own. And all of a sudden, you found yourself wondering, what the holy shit happened? Who am I dating slash living with? What? How Stop could this your be foot. done? Like, like, people can see your feet what? on the stream. Eh? Come on. Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, th- you can email those stories to justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. Put J-U-R-Y-M-O-R-E in the subject line. Again, J-U-R-Y... M-O-R-E in the subject line. Uh, All right. Uh, My relationship took a turn when she (laughs) thought it was okay to sleep with other dudes. All right. Well, that's uh, that's one. one, That is one. one. Transvestite? Transvestite was the sexual thing. Yeah, that's when it's a sexual thing, right? Um, All right. Uh, We we don't have any feedback here, uh, but... Is there anything that you'd like to let everybody know that is super awesome? Uh, what's going to be super awesome is when this fucking wedding is done. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, you can find me Healthy Addict pretty much everywhere. Um, Twitch.tv slash Fake Gamer Girl. 
Thursdays stream with the the ascendant starlet of Twitch. I know Viking, Viking Lass. Um and then uh so my church stream that I do on Sundays is now called The Only Human Podcast and uh you can listen to it audio only on SoundCloud now. So eventually I'll get that up on iTunes and everything, but there's that. So those are the the current events in the world of the world of me. Uh, absolutely. And, and by the way, everybody should go ahead and check that out. Uh, Fake Gamer Girl, because Ash is going to be doing a lot more streaming now that we have this awesome rig that we got from Doghouse Systems. Uh, Maybe someday Jury will learn how to play video games that are not Hearthstone. I don't play video games. I play Hearthstone. Speaking of Hearthstone, uh, you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jurystone, J-U-R-Y-S-T-O-N-E. Uh, we did a little stream together last night. That was super fun. Yeah. I'm going to post it up on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Justin Robert Young. Otherwise, Justin R. Young everywhere. Twitter, Snapchat, Periscope. I, I think I've made a commitment. I want to Snapchat more. You want to know why I'll I don't? I believe sa- it when I see it. You want to know why I don't Snapchat as much? Because you don't know how? Because no, you're old? I Well, I am old. Because um, I also, like, lately, especially I've been in the Northeast, I know so many people there that I don't want, like, to have people know where I am and then have me tell them that, like, I can't hang out with them. I don't know. I've been very weird about my location lately. It's odd. Because I've been Because you don't even know where you live anymore. That's a fair point. Everything's in flux. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that is twitch.tv slash jurystone if you would like to follow me. But until next time... Thank you guys so much. Uh, We are counting down to Atlanta. Any final words? Uh, Go elope. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>